What's that now, Elbert? Let's start off in Uganda, where the country's banking sector remained on growth track despite the economic disruptions brought about by COVID-19. That's a very encouraging sign, Elvis, lending back to almost pre-COVID, as we like to say these days, pre-COVID level. But in 2021, growing, lending, that is the top line of 8.8%. And because it's driven mainly by micro-loans, Elvis, that's why maybe the activity is not like what we are used to here in South Africa. And the banking sector is dominated in that part of the world, including East, I mean, the whole of East Africa, by micro-loans. So it is not surprising. But to grow by 27% in profitability, a growth of 27% in profitability is as shattering indeed. So that is just a sign that there's life after COVID. And on Tuesday, Nigeria lost 1.7 billion rand, not rand, dollars, a claim dollars. against J.P. Morgan Chase. Well, it, they were the, the government of Nigeria was trying to sue J.P. Morgan, Morgan Chase for negligence in London, in London High Court, and a judge Cockerell there saying, "No, there's no proof that you were defrauded." Quickly, there was a land, there was an issue of, of uh, issuing of licenses, oil licenses, by the former minister Atete, who was the minister of petroleum resources, and somehow this 1.7 billion dollars, while the deal was under discussion, was transferred into a an escrow account by him or a company owned by him. So the negligence that the government of Nigeria was looking for was in that regard, that why would you transfer an amount like that into a personal account or a business account owned by a minister? So the negligence under know your customer, and as you know, politically exposed persons, Quinke, as they call it, was supposed to have stopped J.P. Morgan Chase, the government of Nigeria argued, from transferring that. That's the same breath in which people like Sani Abacha had their billions repatriated from Switzerland banks in the in the end, Elvis. And lastly, the vice president in Ghana has launched the Ghana Pay Mobile Money Service. The beauty of this is, you know, you remember three weeks ago we spoke about MTN getting a mobile money license in Nigeria. Now, in West Africa, Ghana is also following suit, and now MTN is active in there, if I'm not mistaken. The, the point of this is, just like MPESA did in East Africa more than 10 years ago, this mobile money solution is replacing traditional banking. And this one, the unique thing about Ghana Pay is that it's bank-wide. Most of these solutions will be restricted to either one mobile network operator or one bank or a pairing of mobile network operators and one bank. But this one is almost like all across the country, all the banks will be able to access it. And that's why it's such a groundbreaking move.